Before we get to today's show, I'd like to invite you to become a part of this show. If you have hiked the John Muir Trail, whether you section hiked it or through hiked it, or if you intend to hike it in the future, then give us a call, 818-925-0106, and please leave a voicemail telling us a little bit about your experience, a memory, a hardship, what you're looking forward to, or how it affected your life positively or even negatively. At the end of this season, I am hoping to collect these voice messages and edit them into an episode focused on the John Muir Trail. So if you would like to potentially have your voicemail appear on the show, call us up, 818-925-0106. Leave us your name, whether that is your real name or your trail name, where you are located, and give us your thoughts within three minutes about the John Muir Trail. Thank you ahead of time, and let's get to the show. Everybody. Welcome to episode 98 of the Go Get Outside podcast. This is your host, Jason Milligan. Welcome back. Welcome aboard. I hope everyone listening out there is doing okay in this new COVID-19 quarantine life we all seem to be leading. I hope everyone's healthy. I hope no one has gone bankrupt. In the meantime, I will still be releasing these episodes. Thankfully, I like to front load this show and record episodes months ahead of time. So everything for the season is in the bag so I can at least finish out this season, despite however long this quarantine goes on for. On today's show, we will be speaking to Sabrina. Maggie and Vanessa of Lady Crush Crew. You may have come across their group on Instagram or elsewhere on the internet. They are a climbing community that empowers and enables women to meet each other and climb together. So let's head over to a bustling Alamo Square in San Francisco and talk about the history of Lady Crush Crew, the impact that it's had, and what you can expect from it in the future. But first, we should probably all take a moment to wash our hands. And now, let's get to the show. My name's Sabrina. I'm the founder of Lady Crush Crew from San Francisco and currently live in Los Angeles. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bunn and I'm the San Francisco Lady Crush Crew leader. And I just want to say that I'm a clinical lab scientist for a genetic company. Not many people know what clinical lab scientists are, so I just want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) So you just want to say that that's what you do, but you don't want to explain to us what it is? (laughs) 
Basically, it's a scientist, but we don't do research. We do lab testings for doctors. Right now, I'm doing prenatal testing. So we grab... Not actively at this moment. No. <laughs> Not right now. I mean, right now at work. <laughs> we do next-gen sequencing. It's very scientific, but it's not research. I'm Maggie. I'm the other San Francisco Bay Area leader of Lady Crush Crew. I've been rock climbing for just over three years. I love cats and drinking tea and sitting on my couch. And ballet. And ballet. <laughs> I do a lot of that, too. <laughs> Little note about me, I used to do ballet many years ago. Wow. Hey! Okay, we're talking about that High later. Five. <laughs> I'm sure there are several people listening right now who are like, oh, awesome, Lady Crush crew, and then other people are like, what the hell is Lady Crush crew? <laughs> so we're going to make this really easy from the beginning, and you're just going to explain to everybody what Lady Crush crew is. What I like to say, Lady Crush crew is pretty much a climbing community for women climbers and we pretty much want to highlight and empower all climbers in the community whether they're a beginner or if they're a veteran climber we just like to create a fun and safe environment and space for women to climb together and crush and empower each other <laughs> yeah we also hold events uh, right now it's mostly at touchstone climbing gyms in california but we are looking to expand to do more events in other branded gyms right but the kind of events we do are like regular social meetups and then sometimes it's sponsored by different um, like climbing brands and yeah, organizations brands, like some protein bars or even apparel kind of companies and then we would do special kind of activities like dino clinics or other kind of climbing games for the events yeah what are some brands that we've worked with tons of brands we've worked with athleta in the past Friction Labs has supported some of our events. Crafted Energy Crafted Bars. Crafted Energy Bars. We're doing a couple events in Los Angeles that will be sponsored by Boulder Denim and Terrakaya and Mountain Method. So we have a lot of support from a lot of communities and brands um, that just want to help us with our mission and empowering women and I think that's been really rad. So the next thing we're going to talk about and it's going to be a little different for you Sabrina as the founder <laughs> but I want to talk about how you all kind of came to Lady Crush Crew but for you, for you for <laughs> you yeah, for you, you're, you have to tell us why it exists in the first place right. and why you thought it was important <laughs> to create it. So when I first started climbing about three years ago, really consistently, there were a lot of women that I met through the sport, whether it was on social media or whether it was actually in the gym. And I would climb a lot with all these women individually. And I had this brilliant idea. I was like, what if I introduced all the girls that I knew together so we can have just like one big climbing session. So I went to Instagram and I created a big direct message with all of the women and I was like, hey, none of you guys know each other, but I all know you and we all climb. So I, what if we got together to like climb one day, just all of us, because I know that it's a really fun experience for me to climb with other women. So I just wanted to get everyone together. So when that message was started, all the girls were stoked. And as the conversation kept rolling, I was like, hey, would it be a cool idea if we started an Instagram profile for us to share our climbing videos and pictures of just pretty much our climbing sessions and everyone thought it was a really great idea. So 
I kind of jumped the gun and created the Instagram page. <laughs> Lady Crush Crew originally was called Girl Crush, and it was <laughs> and it was spelled G R R R L Crush. <laughs> and I told the girls, I was like, "Hey, I made the Instagram page. It's called Girl Crush," and everyone was like, "I don't really <laughs> like that at all." They're like, "We don't really like that name." Exactly. <laughs> and, and do you know how to spell? <laughs> and so we kind of brainstormed ideas. We went online and gathered all these names, and we were kind of brainstorming. And so when Lady Crush Crew came about, it was like this Frankenstein of a name of all these things that we liked combined. And I don't even know how it came up, but we were like Lady Crush Crew, and we're like, dude, that sounds so cool. And then it just kind of like stuck. So from there, my branding hat came on, and I was like, all right, we need like a logo, and we need like a look and an Instagram vibe, and so. That's how it happened, and eventually, it evolved from being an exclusive page for just our friends to becoming this inclusive community for everyone on social media and even in real life. Yeah, it's been cool. And then I guess it's how Maggie and I got into Lady yeah, Crush Crew. Yeah, let's hear about it. So yeah, as Lady Crush Crew, I guess began to grow and more girls came out to our meetups and wanted to just be more involved. We realized that. We needed more support to help us run the social、uh, media aspect of it, and also lead the meetups. So then we thought, why not add more people to help with the inner workings of everything? And so Maggie and Vanessa had always been friends of ours, and we always climbed with them, and they were really active on social media. So it was kind of just like, let's ask a couple of friends if they wanted to be a part of it, and they did. All right, so yeah, let's hear about Maggie and Vanessa's experiences becoming part of it. So I, I originally, yeah, found Lady Crush Crew. On Instagram,、oh, you should tell、uh, them the story. Oh, I'm telling the story. Yeah, it's great. <laughs>、oh. Just yeah. Did you find Lady Crush or Girl Crush? <laughs> I found Lady Crush. <laughs> I was not that early on in this process. I had started Instagram just to share kind of climbing and to follow other climbers. I don't even remember how I had stumbled upon Lady Crush Crew, and I was like, "Oh yay, these girls seem cool." And at the gym, I saw Sabrina just sitting on the bouldering mats. And I'm still proud of myself for doing this because I am like an awkward introvert who does not talk to strangers. But I like walked up to her and I was like, "Well, it's funny. Was, I only remembered what her Instagram handle was. I was like, 'Are you not Sabrina from Lady Crush Crew?'" And she was. She was not not Sabrina. It's funny,、right? like when you meet people who follow us in real life, like when they come to our meetups, they're like, "Hi!" Like they know who we are, obviously, because、yeah. we like run the social page. And when I'm like, "Oh, what is your Instagram handle?" and then they tell me what it is, I'm like, "Oh, I know exactly who you are,、yeah. but my name I will not know."、Yeah. Everyone listening to the podcast. Can't tell this. I have a multicolored、oh, yeah. pixie cut, and I'm like, I'm not really tall, but I'm like relatively tallish. So I'm a very easy person to find and to notice. <laughs> and so I definitely get the people walking up to me and being like, "You're in Lady Crush Crew." And I'm like, "Yes." Or when people, are you? <laughs> or when people come to the meetups, they're like, "How do we find you guys?" And we're always just like, "Just look for the tall girl with like multicolored hair." And that's Maggie. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that's how I originally met Sabrina and like found the group, and I started. Coming to some of the meetups and had a great time. It was a lot of fun to meet other women who are like really passionate about climbing and want to just have fun with it. Especially at the time, I mostly—I mean, still do—mostly climb with my husband, which is a lot of fun. But it's fun to just have like a group of girls. Yeah. So yeah, I got more involved, and as Serena said, they asked me to join, and I was like, "This sounds like fun." <laughs> so here I am. Yeah. What's your What's your awkward story of how you got involved? <laughs> I don't remember any awkward stories, but I know it's a similar story with what Maggie and Sabrina already 
talked about. I just remember there's this new Instagram called Lady Crush Crew, really professional looking. I was, I was like, wow, like who's behind this? Why did they follow me? <laughs> I just started noticing that they post climbing stuff, and then I thought it would be nice to hang out or climb with a group of girls because I'm usually the only girl when I'm climbing with my friends. So it's a really nice like atmosphere because with girls everyone's cheering for each other yeah. yeah yeah but for guys sometimes like they tease each other yeah kind of put themselves down a little competitive sometimes yeah. but i think with girls it gets competitive too but it's usually like with cheering mm-hmm. it's a very positive competitive yeah it's yeah. like yeah. it's a cheering each other on sort of competitive. and i mean yeah. climbing itself can be a vulnerable sport because you're like on the wall and everyone is watching you so I think to have a space where you can climb with other girls who are also in the same skill level it makes it less scary and you actually push yourself more to know that there's people who are behind you who like want to see you send or want to see you succeed so then that creates a really cool environment too and I find also in the like in our meetups and just climbing with large groups of women like a lot of times it's less focused on like what grade are you climbing and more focused on just like are you trying hard? Are you having fun? Yeah, so it's exactly. like, I can be climbing with a group of girls and some girl like gets her first V2 and yeah. everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> like super and like some girls trying really hard on like a V8 or V9 and we're like, yeah! <laughs> like it's the same hype level for like everyone, like no matter what level they're climbing. Yeah. Just, we're excited for you. <laughs> Yay. And my favorite thing to see after the meetups is when the girls end up becoming friends and then they'll start hanging out outside of the meetups, like going outdoors and like climbing more together. I'm like, oh, you guys met at our meetup and now you're like friends. This is great. <laughs> it's super cool to see. Yeah, so let's, Let's talk a little bit about what style of climbers you are. And, you know, are you boulderers? Are you rope climbers? Are you track climbers? Are you indoor, outdoor, everything? And then Lady Crush Crew, is it all styles of climbing? Or if someone was interested in it, should they specifically be a particular type of climber? I am predominantly a boulderer. I have done ropes. And when I was living in San Francisco, I did have more people to top rope with. But now that I live in L.A., most of the gyms there are bouldering gyms, and the closest ropes gym to me is really far, so I mostly just boulder. Do I have a specific style? I don't know. Half the time, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm <laughs> now distracted. So everyone knows there's just a dude mostly naked walking around it is just entertaining people right now. Up. That's what's distracting everyone. <laughs> Welcome wow. to San Francisco. Oh my gosh. At least he's extremely handsome. <laughs> Generous. What about you guys? Oh, my style of climbing, I'm mostly a boulderer too, but I tried leading once outside. It's fun. I like ropes. I like ropes too. But I just like bouldering more because uh, I don't have to find a partner yeah. to belay me. With bouldering, I just go to the gym indoors or outdoors whenever I want yeah. with just a crash pad. With outdoors, I do need like spotters <laughs> to make sure I don't tweak my ankle. Right. That's mostly my style, but I know in our in the future events for Lady Crush Crew, there'll be different kinds of climbing. Right. Like mm-hmm. we just had our top rope meetup yeah, last Friday, and then we have another ambassador who's interested in doing maybe trad outdoors oh, too. Oh, is this mm-hmm. Ellie? Ellie, yeah. Oh, nice. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie does it all. <laughs> well, not quite. But yeah, I'm pretty even between bouldering and ropes, top rope or lead. This year, I'm actually, my goal is to focus more on like outdoor sport climbing. 
just because I think the past year was, in terms of outdoor climbing, is much more focused on bouldering. Just because it is like a lot easier. You just you need less. Stuff. You get a crash pad and you yeah. find a rock and you go. <laughs> Whereas for sport climbing, there's more gear and there's exactly. more finding the people and stuff. Um, finding like a belayer you trust. Yeah, exactly. But I really love uh, sport climbing outside, and I know that my barrier right now with that is purely mental, as opposed to like physical. Like physically, I know I can climb harder than what I'm currently doing, and so my goal this year is to get outside sport climbing more. See how far I can push my grades. Yeah. <laughs> as far as meetups, we do a lot of gym meetups for bouldering. And like Vanessa said, we had our first top rope meetup, which was really fun. And then we also do outdoor bouldering meetups. So we've had some at Indian Rock Park in Berkeley. We've had them at Stony Point in Los Angeles, as well as Joshua Tree. I don't know if I told you guys this yet, but in April, we're doing a crag cleanup at Point Doom Beach. And so we're going to partner with Athleta. And then there's a gear guide company that we're working with that will possibly donate their time and volunteer and set up top ropes for us. So that'll be one of the other first top rope outdoor meetups that we're doing. So it's just a lot of things in the works that we're trying to figure out. But yeah, definitely we'll try to do more styles yeah. in the future. Yeah, we're, we're definitely interested in doing more rope climbing outside yeah. and that sort of thing. It's just a lot harder to know how to like safely do it. set up those meetups. There's just a lot more liability yeah. with people on Especially because like we're not affiliated with anybody. So a lot we're of... guides. Exactly. Yeah. We're, we're not, not yeah. guides. We're not it's like you're yeah. going outside and you're climbing with your friends. So mm-hmm. none of us are certified. So that's why Boulder tends to be an easier option for us just because we could do it more there's less gear involved and it's easier to keep everyone safe versus with ropes outside you have to have someone who could lead or belay and do all that stuff Set up and safety exactly and a lot of our meetups are volunteer led it's just finding ambassadors who want to take that time out of their free time to like commit to doing meetups for us and who are willing and passionate about it yeah and part of the reason to ask that question about what style of climbing you all do and and, and the group does is for those people who are listening who are thinking man I would love to join a group like this because I'd love to go climb with other women and not have to worry about some weird dude hitting on me (laughs) or thinking it's a date and I don't realize I'm going on something that is a date because I just think I'm going climbing right yeah I want to know like if if those people are like oh I want to get into leading or I want to get into trad or if I just want to get into bouldering if Girl Crush Crew is right for them no matter the style of climbing and it sounds like to a certain degree yes everyone can come even guys come to our meetups and as long as they know that they have to be like respectful and fun of the other women that are climbing there we haven't had a bad experience yet no no so maybe like that one time in outdoors at stony point yes (laughs) well that was other people not yeah that was not people within our community it was like an outside man (laughs) i I mean stony Stony point for anyone that's not familiar with this listening is an urban crag yeah (laughs) calling it a crag it is but it's also like a hiking area and like people practice rappelling and canyoneering there and people go there to get drunk or high and break bottles exactly and people go there to sleep and live some people go there to break into cars it, <laughs> every everyone's in stony point it's very close to a major highway so the experiences there can be awesome or it can be like whatever it sounds like you guys are talking about yeah. that may have happened. What what happened at this event? Not to scare people away from Girl Crush Crew, but just out of curiosity. We had one of our first really big meetups at Stony Point, and we didn't really expect the turnout that we were going to get. It was kind of astonishing. Like over 35 people came, which was insane. Regardless, it was a really fun day, but then towards the end of the day, as the sun was going down, there were just a couple older guys there who were kind of just hackling the class 
climbers. A lot of new climbers who have never been outside. Just kind of making a lot of really rude comments, making fun of them if they couldn't climb up the rock and then making fun of them if they were nervous to climb down. They had a drone with them and flying the drone really closely to the girls who were climbing, saying a lot of really unnecessary things. I got really protective and I was like, hey, like no one is talking to you. We're being respectful. If you could just keep your comments to yourself, maybe just not say anything. They kind of felt entitled to be in that space, saying that they're locals and they've been there for a while, which means they can say whatever they want, essentially. It was a really bad experience. And I was like, okay, maybe it's time to call it on the meetup in case things get out of hand. So. And that's an outlier. So that's not typically what you should expect from a <laughs> screw event. No. I, I would say it's not even what you typically should expect no. from Stony Point. Most of the time, people at Stony Point are cool, but there are occasional pricks that show up and are like that. Let's talk about how people get involved with it. Is it strictly at this point limited to climbing in different areas in California, or is it now expanded so it's nationwide, global? Ooh. If someone's listening from, from anywhere, <laughs> how, do, how do they get together with a Girl Crush crew in their area? Right now, we're mostly in California. We're expanding our ambassador program, so we have a few ambassadors in LA, and we're starting to do meetups at other gyms outside of Touchstone. So we've collaborated at Hangar 18. We're trying to do another meetup at Stronghold Climbing Gym. But Vanessa here has been working really hard on expanding the ambassador program nationwide. It's basically like, I was working on a website to make it sustainable for anyone across the country to add their events on the website so they can hold their meetups anywhere they want to. Yeah. So at this point, we're ready to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to have to expand slowly, like yeah. maybe take one person out of the mm -hmm. state and then kind of guide them. Right see what we learn from that experience because a lot of how we do our events are based on like learning experiences exactly. in the past like mm -hmm. from that stony point meetup we learned like oh, okay we should cap outdoor meetups mm -hmm. to this many people and have everyone rsvp exactly. so through our many meetups we just learn yeah and then made our own rules exactly. and so we also made a onboarding document for ambassadors that will join the program so we're a little bit more organized now too <laughs> to expand outside of california yeah now. and yeah. that's why we really needed leaders too especially outdoors is so that when women rsvp to come to our meetups we could break up each group so that we're not overbearing the rocks so then we will break you up into maybe a group of five to ten people and then we'll separate into different areas so we're not just kind of like Taking over. taking over exactly <laughs> I, I think also too sometimes probably like with that stony point experience since there were so many of you yeah. that made that group of guys think oh these are the people to harass because these are the people we don't want here because exactly. there's so many of yeah. them and instead of talking to you guys and finding out what the reality <laughs> of the situation was they decided to be huge jerks yeah so that was a good learning experience because they were like oh we're gaining momentum where a lot of people want to come to our meetups so we're like we need to now think ahead of every time we have a meetup expect that many people will want to come so then we have to like start scaling back and thinking of it that way so one of the things you're talking about is how you've you've brought on sponsors and you've got involved with local gyms and things mm -hmm. those are the kind of statements that sound really simple like yeah and then we got sponsors 
<laughs> but as anyone who's ever tried to get anything sponsored or paid for or get anyone involved in anything, it's not an easy task. It's not. <laughs> so tell us about how that came along. Like, Sabrina, do you have a history with marketing or anything like that? Did you know how to go about doing that or, did, or was this a learning process for you? I went to school for fashion marketing and management. So in there, they taught you a lot about branding, how to market in the fashion industry, product development, creation and things of that. So I think it's just a skill that was embedded in me throughout college. So when we do partner with different brands, a lot of it is just really reaching out to them and just simply asking. It's like that saying, if you don't ask, you won't receive. And so a lot of the times, everyone is just really willing to want to help out the community and to give back. And so if someone didn't want to help us, that's cool. Like, we'll just, oh, there's a dog here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so cute. You can totally dive on that. I'm all right with this. You're Do you so want to be our crack dog? <laughs> they're interested in your food. No, you don't get my food. You don't get my food. So were, were the marketing experiences and the sponsorship experiences similar to what just happened? Where they just came to you with no effort whatsoever? They just come and they sit on our laps. <laughs> and we advertise for them. <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of it is really just like emailing people and getting into contact with them and making that connection and seeing if they wanted to help or if they want to sponsor and for the most part everyone's pretty willing and open and really excited to work with us so there's a pretty big movement in the climbing community right now as a whole to bring in women and more minorities and because climbing historically has been very like white male dominated Mm -hmm. and so i think we're also lucky in that that is something that is on the mind of a lot of the claim community right now so a lot of the brands are really excited to like oh like you're empowering women you're majority led by like minorities Mm -hmm. like we tick some of those boxes (laughs) Uh, uh, which is awesome I think we're doing great stuff but it works out well too that a lot of brands are conscious of that and like want to help support that and even even if you want to look at it almost cynically it is to their benefit to do that. There are only so many white males in the world. If they want to sell their products to even more people, yeah. then it's very sensible for them to include other people. Yeah, It's actually cool because some of the brands that we have worked with are women owned and operated. A lot of them, a are, lot of yeah. them are. And there's like one brand that we worked with where I didn't even know that the owner was a woman. It's Climb On Products and she does the skincare for her hands. And I reached out to the nephew who does all the marketing and the Instagram. He's like, yeah, my aunt actually started this company. I was like, well, that's really cool. I didn't know that. So yeah, we work with a lot of women-owned companies as well. So what I want to hear about, and this one might take a while, uh, (laughs) I I want to hear about like the positive experiences that you've had, you know, either an experience or if multiple experiences come to mind of once you started climbing with this group and becoming part of this. (laughs) positive experience there's so many unless they're all have been negative no No, they're always positive I'm always surprised whenever we have meetups that more and more people come or a lot of new faces join us because we get a lot of girls who come to them often but then it's when we get new women who come out and that's really cool because it's like how did you hear about us and then it takes a lot out of a person especially to push themselves and go and meet new people especially if they're going alone so I think for them to do that is really exciting for the girls to become friends after the meetup is super exciting for a lot of other gyms to want to work with us is super exciting because then that also expands our reach and pushes us outside of the box to dream bigger 
have bigger goals and things of that nature. <laughs> I also want to mention, you said like girls joining meetups and becoming friends. I want to mention one person who lives in Portugal, 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 oh, yeah. Portugal who would go Hi, to almost every single of our monthly meetups. And she's actually yes. here this weekend yeah. to just hang out here with, with the girls. She's a flight attendant who lives in Portugal, but she arranges her schedule so that she can be at every single one of our San Francisco meetups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause she's just like, I really like you guys. And I love San Francisco <laughs> and I can do this. And we're like, okay, you're our most consistent attendee and you live in Portugal. What's yeah. really cool? <laughs> what's really cool? One time she came to a Lady Crush Crew meetup in San Francisco, and then that following weekend we're having a Lady Crush Crew meetup in Joshua Tree. Oh, yeah. She then made a trip from San Francisco to Joshua Tree to come to our meetup, and then she went back to San Francisco. Yeah. She's so cool. <laughs> yeah. One experience I've had that I think was really cool from a lot of different levels is uh, this past September we were a volunteer group with Yosemite Facelift. Oh yeah. Very small synopsis for people who don't know Yosemite Facelift is a, I hope they're on their 16th year now. They've been going for quite a while. Basically, it's a weekend that's just focused on, like, cleaning up the park. And it started, and it kind of fundamentally is just people with the little, like, litter pickup sticks and bags (laughs) and just, like, going around the park and pick up trash Mm -hmm. and just help clean up the park. Thousands of people show up now. It's a big thing, and there's talks. And we were able to volunteer as a group and I spearheaded all the organizing for that and we got to go and stay in this really cool campsite with like a bunch of really longtime volunteers mm-hmm. who we got to talk to and we got to help do meadows restoration. I was thinking like we were working with grasses and stuff. <laughs> no, we were literally ripping out conifer trees. <laughs> it was like a lot of work, but it was actually so much fun. Everyone worked super hard and like the ranger who was kind of in charge of our group uh-huh. was like so impressed by how many trees we managed <laughs> to rip out in like four hours. You didn't realize you had such great tree ripping skills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was kind of impressive. But it was just a really cool experience. I mean, Yosemite is incredible. Uh, just to be able to spend the weekend in the valley and just meeting and just really seeing this community that like really is passionate about our national parks and like keeping them clean and keeping them beautiful and being able to take our little group and be a part of that was yeah. really cool. And I think personally for me, like I like organizing and like planning stuff so it was like very satisfying for me to see it like all come together yeah so well so that was a really cool experience definitely something i'm trying to replicate this year so. Ooh, do you know when the next one's gonna be i think it's always end of september the thing i think is interesting and i think this happens very frequently with these kinds of groups is it starts out where it's i just want some people to climb with so maybe if i do this group people will climb together but then you quickly realize what other benefits getting together for a common purpose mm-hmm. can have mm-hmm. and so you're talking about like doing cleanups and these other things and suddenly it becomes a thing that's larger than its initial purpose. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Like maybe the things you've been surprised about, like you thought, oh, we'll do Girl Crush Crew and then I'll have some friends to climb with. And then realizing later, like, oh, wow, I've kind of gained all these other things I didn't even think about when I decided to put that together or join. I did some meetups or events where I led clinics on how to do climbing drills, like lock-offs, and also a dyno clinic. I'm actually surprised people showed up to those meetups because (laughs) I'm not a sponsored athlete. Like, I'm only climbed for, like, three years. I'm only, like, showing what I know, what I learned through my climbing coaches. 
think that really surprised me the most. Everyone was there to support Lady Crush Crew, the group, and also just there to learn anything they can. I heard from my other climbing coach, they said that you just need to know 10% more than everybody (laughs) to be an expert. So I'm like, okay, that gave me some confidence. (laughs) So I think that's what surprised me the most. I think everyone in the community is willing to learn from us if we're willing to set up the event and then do the clinic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think another thing that was really surprising is when we did decide to seek ambassadors and we opened that application on our website, so many people replied. Me and Vanessa were like, oh my goodness. We're like, all of you guys want to be a part of Lady Crusher? This is insane. And then we got an application from Canada. We got applications (laughs) from Canada. We get applications from like all All over over the United States. We're like, holy cow, we have followers in like New York and the East Coast and Florida. I'm like, who's in Florida that's following Lady Country? That was really cool. A cool thing for me personally is when we decided to launch a little collection of merchandise, like Lady Crush Crew t-shirts and a sweatshirt. It was something that I just kind of wanted to work on on the side since I work in the fashion and apparel industry. I wanted to just put that creativity through Lady Crush Crew merch. And so we did like a whole marketing thing. We did a photo shoot and posted the collection drop online. And within a day, our whole inventory sold out. To me, I was like, oh my God, people actually want to buy our stuff. Like that was really cool for me personally. And then we have now been running those shirts for a few months. And then we're working on having a new collection of product for spring. And so maybe like just doing more Lady Crush Crew, just like really fun shirts that kind of empower you will also be something we can look forward to in the future. Then having some funds to be able to do things like... Exactly. Meetups where we actually like pay for some things. Yeah, like supplies, like name tags or clipboards or pens and Sharpies. Like so we don't have to use our personal funds that go towards our rent or like like (laughs) the money that we we get from our merch sales will go back towards being able to do meetups and things of that nature in the future. And you paid off the website through yes, your merchandise. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully maybe one day we could become like an official organization with some sort of license. <laughs> LLC at the end of it. <laughs> so yeah. LCC, LLC. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me it's kind of related to like the Yosemite Faisal thing of just being able to get connected with so many different groups and organizations and things in the climbing world that are harder to get connected with if you're just a random individual but being able to come to it as a like I'm a leader with this group we'd love to take part in this thing and being able to meet so many people that way and seeing how many groups are really excited to have us help them do crag cleanups do so many facelifts sort of thing it's been a really cool opportunity to really get to know the climbing and the outdoor community better on like a very different level than just being a climber a random person who shows up to things Oh, I love Lady Crush <laughs> <laughs> I was telling you guys this a little before we started, but the purpose behind this podcast is to highlight people that aren't sponsored athletes and show everyone that everybody can be part of the outdoors and that mm-hmm. there's something for everyone to gain from it. And I think to a certain degree, Lady Crush Crew is along those lines. It helps empower people to realize like, oh, there's this thing that maybe I thought I couldn't do, but yes, I can do it. I can become part of it. And one of the
of the things that happens, and you're talking about it already, is as soon as you get people involved in something, they start to care about it. Yeah. And yeah. so then beneficial things like cleanups or just thinking more about their waste or not throwing trash on the ground suddenly becomes things that they start naturally being interested in mm -hmm. or taking part of. What I want to talk to you guys about now is the things you're hearing from people when they join the group or come out, like the kind of feedback you're getting from people. I have no doubt you're going to tell me that somebody shows up and they're a little scared and intimidated. And then by the end of the day or the second time they show up, they're like a totally different person. Mm -hmm. And they're so happy that they took the time to do that that day. A lot of women after a meetup, they'll DM us and they'll say, thank you so much for hosting this meetup. Or they'll say, this is the first time I've ever been climbing outdoors. Thank you for giving us this space, this opportunity to do it. I noticed that some of the meetups outside, if the girls haven't gone before and that's the first time there, they are a little hesitant or scared to try it. But then we like to put them on stuff that is, I don't want to say easy, but less intimidating. Like at Stony Point, there's a warm-up boulder that's probably only five or six feet tall. That is something that they could touch for the first time. And then just being able to do that and seeing their confidence with that, it like gets them really psyched. Mm -hmm. So then they're more willing to try something maybe a little bit taller or like a little bit harder. And so, yeah, I think from my experience leading the meetups in Los Angeles, the girls are always psyched. They're always happy. And they really like, especially when we do meetups that have more fun things planned, like if we do games or if Nessa does a clinic or if it's sponsored in some way, then it gets them really excited. If we have challenges or things of that nature, and then the positive feedback from that is also really good. I love seeing how many women climb their first V3 or their first big overhung route mm -hmm. during our meetups. Because I feel a lot of times women come in and they're not used to having just like a really supportive, really non-judgmental community. And so they feel more comfortable to try harder things, try things they're like not as good at. And then they like have these breakthroughs. And I've seen that happen a lot in our meetups mm -hmm. where women get that first whatever thing <laughs> they hadn't been able to do before. And usually they're like so psyched and yeah. it felt comfortable trying it. And they felt comfortable trying hard at it because we were very encouraging. Yeah. So that's always really, really cool to see. I think the feedback is always great. Like, yeah. I love what people say afterwards. I mean, I can't think of any specifics, but they're always like, thanks for putting it together. Like, we had a lot of fun. Can't wait for the next one. If we do a recap on our Instagram page, people will comment and they'll say, when are you going to come to my gym? And I'm like, <laughs> so I think people are excited to have meetups, which is why we want to create relationships with other gyms so that we could bring the Lady Crush Crew community to other places. Because in the beginning, since me, Nessa, and Maggie are mostly members of a specific gym, people that weren't a part of that gym thought that we did to go other places so they didn't think that they could get involved but the more that we grow and the more that we expand our partnerships with other gyms we definitely want to spread the love and we want everyone to be able to join so that's why having ambassadors also is really important so that we could also expand our reach some of the current ambassadors are members of different gyms like boulder dash and top out or like planet granite so with having them on our team they're able to host meetups for people who are part of those gyms too a lot of what we've been talking about and a lot of what we do is meetups but even just social media I remember one message in particular that was actually really cute. It was from a guy, but he and his, I think, fiance or girlfriend, I don't know, climb, but she was, like, pretty beginner, and he was like, I really want her to, like, feel more comfortable and, like, feel that she, like, can go outside, oh, but she I feels like she's not it. good enough. Yeah. Because I think we were having a, like, little outdoor bouldering meetup, and so he's like, would it be okay if we came? Like, she feels like she's not good enough. And just being able to be like, of course, like, anyone is welcome. Yeah. He's like, you know, she follows your social media and thinks that you guys are really cool and 
supportive and mm -hmm. just messages like that where it's like even if they don't come to our meetup seeing our social media yeah. empowers women yeah. to just like there are other women yeah. like me who just want to try and have fun and try hard and it's really cool yeah but. something that we do which is really fun is on Fridays we have fail Friday on our stories and pretty much what <laughs> fail Friday is is you recording a video of yourself climbing and then you fall <laughs> the fails are always like really funny and we get people who are like every Friday on Friday our inbox blows up with just people posting their fail videos mm -hmm. and tagging us and so if you go to our story on a Friday you could just literally sit there and watch people like men women yeah. like everybody just falling and it's hilarious <laughs> and so it kind of puts you back into that mindset like everyone falls not yeah. everyone crushes not mm. everyone climbs v10 or whatever <laughs> like everyone falls whether you're a new climber or you're a veteran mm -hmm. it just also makes it more lighthearted and more fun to see other people falling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like everyone it's just relatable if you're not <laughs> failing you're not trying you're not hard trying. like yeah. yeah everyone biffs it yeah. <laughs> off and everything so <laughs> i always look forward to fail fridays just so i could see the videos and some people even get really creative with it they'll put music yeah. <laughs> and make the falls extra funny and so that's something that we do that i really enjoy yeah oh we should also talk about women crush wednesday well yeah one thing that we do on our instagram is every tuesday we do a repost of someone who has used our hashtag hashtag lady crush crew <laughs> yes. if like, you hashtag girl crush crew it's gonna it's go not gonna work no. place. that's not us, not us. <laughs> and i usually I, i'm the one who goes through them like picks which one to repost mm -hmm. and i try to really mix it up yeah, sometimes I'm going to do a repost to some girl who just killed an outdoor V10. Sometimes I also do it to some girl who just got her first indoor V2. Mm -hmm. Or And I try to like really mix it up between outdoor-indoor and skill level just so that like people looking at our Instagram can see that like it's Super a community diverse, for everyone. Yeah. We don't care where you're climbing. We don't care what you're climbing. And it's cool to see that like the post, kind of no matter who I repost and like what they're doing, everyone mm -hmm. reacts basically the same, which is cool to see that the community that we have gathered and that follow us are as equally supportive of everyone as we are. Yeah, so. like every skill level. Yeah. And then on Wednesdays, we do a post called Climber Crush Wednesday. And if anyone on the Lady Crush Crew team is having a girl crush or a climber crush on someone in social media, we'll reach out to them and we'll pretty much do a interview with them. We'll ask them how they got into climbing, if they're doing something special for the climbing community, like if they're running a specific organization or if they're a pro athlete. We've interviewed Alex Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've interviewed Alex Johnson. We've met a lot of people. And so we'll ask them questions about their journey with climbing and they'll send us some pictures and that every other Wednesday, sometimes every Wednesday, that gets a lot of positive reinforcement too. Like we'll interview climbing coaches and climbing trainers and people in the community and they give a lot of really great advice and feedback. And then the people who follow us also really like reading those too. And that also gets a lot of positive reinforcement as well. So something people are really good at is talking themselves out of doing things. <laughs> So we definitely need to hit this again to make it clear to people because I'm sure somebody has wanted to show up to one of your events or now is hearing about it and wants to show up to an event and they're telling themselves, well, they're all probably really good and I'm not very good at climbing or I don't even have shoes or I don't even know how to do it or they're making all these excuses to themselves why they shouldn't show up or they think they're going to be embarrassed mm -hmm. or whatever it is. What do you have to say to those people and why should they show up? Just come. We're so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just 
just come, we constantly get new climbers,、mm-hmm. like even went to an event as their first day of climbing or maybe within a few months of climbing. And I remember when we went around to introduce ourselves and how many months or years people have climbed is like a variety from、yeah. like one month, two days, or even like 10 years.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. Everyone gets to climb together. People who have more experience would help. People、mm-hmm. who have no experience at all. So it's a very good learning environment、mm-hmm. and it's a very positive environment. And at the end of the meetup session, everyone goes away happy because they're like, cool, I climb with women and we help each other out,、yeah. cheered each other on. We try to have that positive vibe.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun too. Like, you have to go. Yeah, no, <laughs> no need to be scared. <laughs> yeah, I definitely like encourage people to message us too if they、yeah. have questions about like how to get started. Because a lot of times, if they Go to one of the gyms that like us or one of our ambassadors goes to, then like we can give really direct advice of like, hey, this is when they teach a beginner class. And even if you're not anywhere where we are, like, We're not guides. We're not actually official like, professionals in any of this. But we're more than happy to try to help give advice on how to get started. But I think, yeah, I think that's why people like coming to our meetups too, is because we're just part of the community as well. We're climbers just like you. And I think that takes away the nervousness of it. I would like people to come to our meetups and think they're just climbing with friends. That's really like how I want it to be like. And I think the more people that come and the more people that come a lot, they start to think of us as. Just friends that they、yeah. climb with. You know what I mean? And that's what I want it to be like. I don't want it to be like intimidating at all because it's really not. It's so much fun. Running a group like this to the public can look kind of effortless. Oh my God, it's so hard. <laughs> so, so, exactly. So, tell us about the challenges. And then, when people hear about the challenges, maybe they'll want to help out and you can tell them ways that they can help you guys so it's less challenging. <laughs> it actually takes up a lot of time to run a social media community.、Mm-hmm. I mean, just between me, Maggie, and Vanessa ourselves, we have to pre plan things a lot, especially with meetups, too. There are things that we're working on that will take a month to two to three months in advance just to like lock down the fine details of it.、Mm-hmm. And so it's just a lot of communication and organization and just having that passion to want to do it. Since we all volunteer our time, we're not getting paid for it. You really need to just have that drive. And that need and that want to do it. Like, currently, I'm trying to plan an event in March, and that started late last year, December. <laughs> <laughs> All I needed to do was just email a company, wait to hear back from them, and then do an email chain until a date finally gets picked, which is maybe like a month or two later. At the same time, you're running other meetups, you're also <laughs> taking care of the website, talking to, Instagram, yeah, talking to ambassadors. To yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I typically do this after work. Yeah. I usually yeah. go through emails before work, and then sometimes I'll go through emails during work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. We'll go through emails after work. <laughs> so, and then we all chat during the day, too, <laughs> at work. <laughs> we have to, sometimes we would have to tell Nessa, like, okay, you need to, like, take a break. Stop <laughs> Why don't you go, like, not do Lady Crush Crew stuff? <laughs> One of the surprises you guys should have mentioned is you didn't realize you. We're getting a second job. <laughs> one, one, one that you don't get paid for. <laughs> it is like a job, but honestly, I love it. As long as there's someone out there that wants to be a part of it, and as long as there's a need for a space like this for women in climbing, like, I'm always going to be here. I'm not going to go away. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> 
I love it so much. We definitely want to use the uh, talents and skills of like women in the community who want to be involved. Like I think something we've kind of been trying to figure out how to get off the ground is would a blog be good? Like we think a blog could be really cool, but to be perfectly honest, like the three of us don't have the time to dedicate to writing blog posts. And so we're like, do any of the ambassadors want to do it? And they're so stoked on it. There's a lot of like random little things that, you know, if someone came to us and they're like, we have this cool thing that we're passionate about and we'd love to help you guys out with it. Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten people who will message us and say, I'm an artist. If you want, we could do designs for you pro bono. And I'm like, oh, that's really rad. Or they're like, I own this really small chalk bag company that I sell myself. And I'd love to give you some chalk bags to raffle off for a giveaway. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And so people are willing to help us as much as we're willing to help them too. So I think that's been really rad. So tell us what to expect in the immediate future from Lady Crush Crew. And then what you want in the further distant future Mm -hmm. for it. We have events planned up until April. <laughs> and someone's theoretically in the works throughout the summer. So, yeah. So oh, yeah. I believe this episode, if I remember correctly, I have scheduled for April Fool's Day. <laughs> so oh, people, okay. people, people won't hear it till then anyway. So anything before oh. that, you don't want to talk oh. about. So in April... It's just a save the date for now, but we're going to be partnering with Athleta, which is the women's athleisure and activewear brand, to do a crag cleanup at Point Doom in Malibu, California. And we're working on also getting connected with the guide company that will help us with donating harnesses and helmets and gear to set up the top rope routes for after we clean up. And then I'm also trying to find a shoe company that might want to provide demos for those who have never top rope before and don't have their own shoes to do that outside so that's something that we're working on now for san francisco area we have monthly meetups at dog patch boulders second mm-hmm. friday of the month and then yeah. i'm not sure we're but working the top on rope. figuring out uh, admission cliffs for rope yeah. climbing but that's not quite nailed down but keep an eye on our website <laughs> i think i'm working on doing some yosemite volunteering cleanup sort of stuff would love to do like two or three of those mm-hmm. in like summer fall so i have to actually work with like the park <laughs> rangers and everything to nail that down so yeah no idea what's actually happening there but yeah. hopefully that's happening and i think for like the far future my dream for lady crush crew is just to become like an official organized organization and then being able to have people who are certified to guide our meetups outside maybe like one of us getting certified or being able to be more professional in that aspect to lead and help others climb outside i'd love to keep doing the apparel line i think that's been really fun yeah just being more organized in that sense and expanding geographically like having ambassadors Mm -hmm. all over the place like we've gotten applications from canada and all over the u.s and so being able to have a larger reach in terms of meetups and such because i mean lady crusher started in may 2018 so we're still babies every meetup we have and everything that we do is like a learning experience from us so we can only like learn more and grow more from here so we're getting really close to wrapping this up and before we do i want you all to tell everybody where to go to keep up with lady crush crew and get involved and then also if there are individual social media channels websites or whatever that you want to share also you're welcome to do that i think the best way to get information from us is to go to our instagram at lady crush crew which is with a u 
and you can go to our website www.ladycrushcrew.com we have links there for SoCal meetups, NorCal meetups, outdoor meetups and Nessa recently put a regional section for when we do plan to expand outside of California. We have a YouTube channel. <laughs> we have a blog but it's nothing is posted yet. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this airs there probably will be. <laughs> Alright blog posts before April. <laughs> to do. We yeah. can find the blog through our website. Yeah, Facebook. Y- your Instagram is not Sabrina. Oh yes, if you want to follow me, I'm at not Sabrina. Even though the I am real in, Sabrina. I, I am the real Sabrina. <laughs> Mine is a little silly, but I'm Rocket Nessa. I love it. So one time, I've always known Nessa as Rocket Nessa, and one time she changed her Instagram handle to Pebble Nessa, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I think there were so many messages being like, what yeah. is that? Rocket Nessa We're is like, so oh, good. What is this? Like, Go fine, back. Fine. We, don't, we clearly don't like change. Mine is Mags at Crags. M-A-G-S period at period cracks. Alright, and then the thing that I'm going to throw at you that I give everybody at the end of the show is what final thought do you want to leave everyone listening with? <gasps> Ooh, it's like our interview question that we ask our climate crushes. <laughs> any, any empowering words of advice? Any wise <laughs> yeah. words of wisdom. Oh, shit. And everyone's answer is always like, uh... <laughs> I'll tell you what, usually this is what happens. People are like, oh, I don't know what to say. And then they say the most interesting thing they've said all day. Ah, That that happens very frequently. No pressure whatsoever. You don't have to do that. Just everyone else is better than you. (laughs) (laughs) No, this can sincerely be anything you think people should know, whether it's something we already talked about or just something that is important to you that you think people should think about. I'll go first. I got something. I'm going to repeat what I said earlier, and that is if you know something that's 10% more than everyone, you're an expert. So if you know something you want to share, even if you don't know if everyone knows about it, just share it. People are willing to learn from you. Knowledge is power. (laughs) In my experience, at least, the climbing community has been a really welcoming and inclusive and inviting space. And to not be afraid to reach out to people. I say that as an awkward introvert who does not like meeting strangers. You're saying this for yourself just as much as for them, right? I met Vanessa also by, like, randomly in the gym being like, hey... I follow you on Instagram. And it worked out. And you really got to get rid of this pebble thing. Because Rocket is way cooler. And here we are. Uh, Yeah, sometimes being willing to, like, do something that feels awkward and uncomfortable and put yourself outside your comfort zone. And sometimes you'll meet really, really cool people. Mm -hmm. I would just like to say thank you to everyone who's been a part of Lady Crush Crew's journey. To everyone who, like, follows us, who tags us, who comes to our meetups, who supports us from all the brands to all of our partnerships. I just want to say thank you. It makes me really happy, the feedback that we get and that we're growing, and I'm, like, super passionate about this community. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. And I hope you continue to follow us because every good comment we get or feedback, it really, like, motivates me even more to want to keep doing this and grow. So keep it coming because you guys (laughs) are, like, my drive, really. And so, yeah, I love it. I love Lady Crush Crew. I love you guys. (laughs) And I'm going to say thank you to all three of you for agreeing to meet me here and talking to me and hanging out in front of the Full House houses. Yes. And and the homeless men. Here here in the very interesting part. Yeah. So thank Thank you very much. Thank you, Jason.
am sorry to say that COVID-19 has caused the cancellation of Lady Crush Crew's April events, but... They haven't given up, and they do intend to host new events as soon as they know they can safely do so. So if you want to keep up with them, if you want to find out about events coming up, you should go to their website or their Instagram page. And how would you do that, you may ask? Well, now is that time of the show where I tell you to head to our website, gogetoutside.com, look for this, episode 98, Lady Crush Crew, and there you will find photos of the ladies in action and links to everything we talked about in today's show, including the Lady Crush Crew website, Website, YouTube page, Instagram, Facebook, and Maggie, Sabrina, and Vanessa's individual Instagram pages. You can keep up with them there. You can contact them there. And speaking of contacting, if you would like to contact us here at the show, there are a number of ways you can do so. You can send us an email, go at butcherbirdstudios.com, or leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 818-925-0106. And if you would do us a great big favor here at the show, go to your podcast purveyor of choice, subscribe, rate, review, and share the show with someone who you think would like it. This episode of the Go Get Outside podcast was produced and recorded with additional editing by me, your host, Jason Milligan. This episode was edited by Griffin Davis. And as always, it has been brought to you by Butcher Bird Studios. Next time on the show, just in time for Earth Day, we will be speaking to Stephen Reinhold. He is an adventure philanthropist self-proclaimed world's worst climber, a proud hillbilly, and the progenitor of the hashtag trash tag movement. Come back April 16th, Stephen Reinhold. See you then.